if you've been following The Brewstorm for a while now, you know that we're all about generating new ideas and inspiring our listeners to do the same. Oh, and we're also all about critiquing Dan's attire choices too. But here's the reality. Coming up with innovative ways to attract, engage, and delight your students is just freaking hard. And that's why the boys and I were pumped when we learned that Double Take Promotional Marketing was going to sponsor The Brewstorm. Double Take is not your run-of-the-mill promotional swag partner. They're your school's ideation partners who help augment your strategic marketing and enrollment plans with physical products like t-shirts, water bottles, yard banners, and more. Here are three reasons why we love Double Take. Double Take works closely with your team to understand your strategy for promotional marketing. They listen attentively to your goals and then recommend swag packages that align with them. DoubleTake has developed turnkey, repeatable programs to help you reach your audience in compelling ways. Take their Combat Student Melt program, for instance, that has a slew of swag items specifically designed to keep deposited students excited about your school over the summer. And number three, DoubleTake gets higher ed. They are the premier brand merchandising agency for colleges and universities and understand the cyclical strategic nature of higher ed. So no need to explain the importance of increased yield rates to them. Discover how a double take can partner with you to ideate, design, and deliver exceptional promotional campaigns in conjunction with your marketing and recruitment strategies. Head on over to doubletakehighered.com to learn more. And tell Matt and the team there that Enrollify sent you their way. Again, that's doubletakehighered.com. student needs to be like the focal point. I'm gonna get threats from faculty members. Oh, was that the podcast? Did you start yeah, the podcast? Exactly. <laughs> Just pass out mid, uh, mid episode. Man. <laughs> your daily nice. slug. All right, what are we chatting about, boys? What are your Dan, socks? did you come up with it? Hmm? Oh, so you know how I texted you last night and said, I need to do laundry. <laughs> this, is what, this is what it looks like when I don't have any clothes. Wait, but what um, are, these are they? Coffee? Coffee? They're coffee mugs. Oh, okay. But you know, like the brew, I actually wore them because I, I chose between these or my, um, I have like Orange Theory socks. Mm. And I felt like this was more appropriate for the, the brew, brew storm. storm. Yeah. Different kind of brew. Yeah. That's mm. yeah. true. So, always thinking about the, the brand, always thinking about the pod. <laughs> That's good. That's Did you come good. up with a topic this week, Dan? Remember last week you uh, you failed. I you I read a slack? I read all the slacks, <laughs> and I know I have no responsibilities this time to come up with a topic. Save us, Shane. What are we talking about today? Anything? I think this is kind of like what we were chatting about before. So this layer video TikTok. a little bit in the future, but no, with like cohorts and like oh. enrolling in cohorts and paying for cohorts and Ooh. what's what's paid versus what's free. Mm. So thinking about that in terms of schools and like marketing and showcasing themselves what are things that schools should give away for free not obvious things like not swag not like yeah go give everybody a t-shirt that comes yeah. to an event yeah, not yeah, like yeah. boring stuff like that like what are unique things that a school could give away and it might again it might be completely different based on like the school so you yeah. might have an exact school in mind of like they should give away this type of thing um and one of the things i was thinking about to kickstart it and steal maybe the best idea first I was saying, thinking they should give away a class yeah. for free. And I yeah. think we had talked about this before. I don't know if it was on this podcast. I think we just podcast talked, or not we talked before. about this several times. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like, you know, or even a class per major or something that's mm. not a one on one class where it's like 
just kind of the high level, like basic intro to com, intro to, you know, American history, whatever, but one that's a little bit more in the weeds um, yeah. where you can really see like, oh, this is how, you know, this professor mm. teaches. Um, this is w- the way their class goes, like so lecture like style. enrollment Yeah, you're saying, yeah. you're saying as like a marketing tool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. And like you're using it tool. as like, you know, yeah. over the summer or even like your senior at high school, you could just enroll this course. You're kind of going at your own pace Yeah. Yeah. if you want, or you can like choose to opt in to like the college style pace where you have class, let's say Tuesday, Thursdays, and you have to keep up with whatever. And you could take sample tests and do all sorts of stuff. And you're basically taking this course and potentially maybe could even get credit for it if you enroll at that university. Yeah, so it's like incentivized yeah, yeah. Like to a, do like it and take it seriously. Yeah. Um, and you also get a real feel for like, this is what class will be like, this is what homework and tests mm-hmm. will be like. Um, so like that's one thing somebody could give out for free or school could give out for free. Yeah. Um, and maybe we want to stick and just run with that idea and like what does that one thing look like done really well? Or we could think about other things that they could give out for free that mm-hmm. would really, just from a marketing standpoint, could yeah. be anything. Yeah. I love that idea. I also think that um, one of the things that is sort of related, which, but slightly different, and it might be a little bit more cumbersome. Um, sorry, might be less cumbersome because I think this idea is great. I think the problem with it, though, is that I mean, I think there are schools that do this, like they do like a sample class, sample course, or whatever. Right. It's few and far between. But I think because from a marketer standpoint, the amount of approvals you have to get from institutional leadership and faculty to like put something like this together might be like too cumbersome but a closely related idea that i think um would be interesting is getting the head of the department or a key faculty member to do like an extensive interview with somebody on your marketing team so like Mm -hmm. sitting down with dan and talking with dan like a well-produced interview like a Mm well-produced almost like a you know a profile piece where it's Mm -hmm. like I get to just pick Dan's brain. And it's someone on your marketing team, somebody who's a really good interviewer. Um, and essentially, I get to talk about you. You get to talk about what you're interested in. We get to talk about the program. But it's not like the candid, like, so tell us about this program. It's really just, Dan, you're a video guy. How do you fall in love with video? It's yeah. a little bit more story-driven. And yeah, then it's yeah. like, so what are you, what is your philosophy of shooting, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, what is your, you know, how do you approach editing? Walk us through soup to nuts. Like, what does your editing process look like? And then inadvertently, um, you end up as the consumer of this information, better understanding Dan the professor, also the program because of what he says his philosophy is, and he's the department chair, what, yeah. what have you. And then you know you also just get to understand the personal side of the faculty member a little bit more. Mm. And the reason I think this could be interesting and is kind of what aligned with what you're saying is maybe I'm just like a nerd, but have you ever like? Has, has listening to a podcast with like an entrepreneur or like someone you respect, a business person you respect, has that ever influenced your affinity towards their brand or towards their products? Oh yeah. Okay, yes for you? Like, meaning- No. When you hear an interview with like, with yeah. like an Elon Musk or whatever, do you grow an affinity for Tesla? Like, he's yeah. a bad example because yeah. he's so popular, but like, right. like, or like when I first saw let me think of something that's somebody who's not like an Elon Musk. Oh, the woman who started um, Spanx. Yeah. What's her name? Shoot. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, this is so embarrassing. I literally just heard her name actually about like 15 minutes ago. We have to look this up remember so people don't yell at us. Yeah. But um, she, when I first heard her story, 
I was like, not not that I'm a spanks user, but I was like, damn, this. How is do you a think cool Zach company. looks so good? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember even telling Gabby, was like, do you like you should get, like have you heard of like Spanx? Yeah. She's like, yes, I have like three pairs yeah. of them or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, Spanx. This is so embarrassing. Spanx founder is Sarah Blakely. Uh, Sarah Blakely. Blakely. Yes. Okay. Anyhow, yeah. but I listened to a podcast. I was so moved by her story and how she thought about business and how she thought about product design, really. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, this this girl knows what she's doing. This yeah. woman knows who she's doing. You know, I think I, again, we've talked about this before. I like video podcasts. Oh, oh come mic on, Shane. It's okay. Just go. Just, just keep left. talking. Right? I just have my mic on board. <laughs> um, Make sure it's still recording. Hello, hello. Are we there? <laughs> We're still there. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Shane. Um, but thinking about, like, their... I don't know, personal brand, and I guess maybe their not authority, but their influence on my purchasing decisions, not that it's necessarily their product. So I prefer when it's somebody I, oh, I like listening to, and then they have ads for products in their pot video podcast yeah. Oh, yeah. that it's like, they. I know they actually use these. And like, yeah. I follow them on Instagram, I see them using it. Using I think it. a really good example, I hear about this once before, but like, you know, Joe Rogan's a guy I feel like knows a lot about a lot, has yeah. some of the world's best people on his podcast yeah. across like every spectrum of everything. Um, and I just like the way he interviews people and I like to hear what that person has to say. And then occasionally I'll find somebody where I'm like, wow, that guy or that girl is just like awesome. Yeah. I'm going to go you know, listen to more of their podcasts where they kind of say the same things, but it's just cool and unique. And then the things they either plug or you know, the ads on the podcast that they're part of that are somehow tied to what they were. Like, he had a nutritionist on uh, a couple weeks ago, and they were talking more about the Traeger grill, and I had heard him talk about uh. it before. And it was one of those things, like, so I ended up getting one, <laughs> and they're the best. And now yeah. I'm going to tell everybody, like, if they're going to get a grill, and they're, like, willing to spend a little bit more on it, oh, it's so worth it. Yeah. And it's so yeah. easy to use. It's the best. Yeah. And so I feel like that was one of those things where I was like, all right, I'm just, I've become fascinated with this person and therefore everything they say has a little bit more validity right uh, off the yeah. bat than some brand new person being like, hey, here's why you should buy a Traeger and they might give me 10 better reasons. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, but I don't know who you are and I don't trust you. So like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think of a parallel to like how a school could really leverage <sighs> even a faculty member to, because like it's, it's self-promotion at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how you could I do just I do feel like faculty members in general should just go on way more podcasts than they do. Oh yeah. Like they have like 100%. of course like the the top dogs are on are on shows. Yeah. But like why is your and I feel like they're on podcasts like they're on like field specific or like super nerdy podcasts. Mm-hmm. But like why not have your faculty member like go like you know Alex Lieberman from Morning Brew and he mm-hmm. does his like little um what does he call it? 60 the, second startup. 60, yeah, 60 second startup. <laughs> yeah. And he does this like it's like a TikTok series, yeah. and then it's Those are uh, good. yeah, it's pretty good. Where he like goes up to a random person and says like, "Pitch your startup to me in sixty seconds," right? Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a way for faculty members to like get on, get on like Alex. Like, how how, how could you get your dean to talk to yeah. Alex Lieberman about something, yeah. or like somebody like that? Where it's like they'd probably appreciate it because most of their audience are like, like they're not necessarily talking to they're barely talking to academics, right? Or mm-hmm. or like the you know. Any business show or uh, any even just yeah like even I'm mean, Joe Rogan I get think it's a little bit too high of a bar yeah, probably <laughs> but but like what does it look like for them to go into like mainstream media yeah. and have a longer form in 
and like interview about like their craft and like why mm -hmm. they do what they do. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of content could be to that's totally worth gating. Like yeah. I guess maybe a podcast that they're on that somebody else hosts is a little bit hard. But like if you were to do the interview style, the longer form interview style, say like, hey, you want to get to really know what our biology department or psychology department is like. We did like profile, like long form interviews with mm -hmm. three of our most, you know, decorated faculty members. Submit your email here and watch the, the content, right? Yeah. Like if you were a serious candidate for one of these programs, of course you're going to give your email address, right? Right, yeah. And I feel like that's kind of content that could be used for lead gen, but also absolutely should be given away for free. It's also easy yeah. content right. to develop. It's yeah. so easy. And when's the last time you were, like we look at schools' websites all the time. When was the last time you were on a school's website where you saw something like that? You probably see like yeah. a three minute, like little like faculty program overview or something yeah. like that. But in terms of long form, like interview style stuff, yeah, I don't see that ever. Yeah, especially mm -hmm. like the highly produced, like really good quality. Yeah, not shitty stuff. stuff. Like this is like you have to hire a video team. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like too talking yeah. about what what makes you a good professor, like what separates you from anywhere else, yeah. and like trying to tease out. Again, I think, and the impetus behind the original idea is like feeling like what it would be like to be taught by this person. Mm. Like if you're in a major, again, maybe not, you don't have them for every single course, obviously, but people in that department are probably pretty similar-ish. Like here's roughly what you can expect if you were to enroll in this course as far as like a personality of a professor. Yeah. If somebody does a 30-minute thing and it's just the most dry, boring thing you've ever heard... <laughs> Like, okay, that's going to have a bearing on whether I choose to enroll at the universe. Like, really, that's the person they profiled? Well, yeah. it probably doesn't get any better than this person. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Versus when you have somebody that's, like, super engaging and they're, you know, talking about their teaching style and it's something that aligns with the way that you want to learn. Like, whether you're a Socratic seminar person versus, like, a, put me in a four-person lecture hall. I want to sleep in the back. Like, you can kind of, you know, hand-select what you think is best for you. Also, I cut you off. I know you don't talk. No. <laughs> well, I was. I, I mean, want you to just, brew on it for another 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. worry. I got it locked away in my brain. No. Um, I mean, it kind of goes back to like almost the I mean, first episode we did, was, we were talking about like what would be a good podcast that we'd like. Uh, yeah. How do you make a good podcast from like a school? And I wonder if like you do kind of combine these ideas into like what if you had like some kind of actual like journalism person who is diving into like maybe doing like episodes on actual topics of like study that say a certain program is like you know a really cool um experiment that's going on or something and then being able to pick that out of uh rather than just like profiling people on like oh uh, like how'd you get into biology or whatever i mm -hmm. mean and then the person gives you their dry story of like yeah. how boring they got into you know going to school and going to more school and going to school again. Um, <laughs> Speaking from personal experience yeah. much? I think no. another thing yeah. though, but like with why, where I struggle with the school podcast, and this is, just, I'm speaking yeah, yeah. strictly for myself, maybe other people feel differently. I don't know that I'd ever subscribe to a school's podcast sure, sure. as a but. prospective student, but I think then it requires really good episodes that are like super intentional and targeting a certain audience and then you're pushing it out yeah. as much as you can to them like if your goal is to grow subscribers of the podcast of prospective students that's pretty unlikely especially yeah. in if you're you know an under if you're grad maybe yeah, there's a little bit more room for that specific, but undergrad yeah. that's going to be tough true yeah. um 
What, what so, it reminds me of though is this. Um, there's this. Do you know Science Versus? The um, yeah, they're like a science yeah, podcast yeah, that yeah. just like do I don't know science shows. Um, I think it's by Gimlet on Spotify, but um, they just like really deep dive into like one topic of like, oh, is like anti-aging products like do they actually work or like oh, yeah. know, some random like you know does drinking more water actually help you or something um part of me thinks like what if what if you did like a topic based deep dive into something yeah like then you could interview like different people across a department yeah and then be and then they're probably excited because they're like right. let me tell you this crazy yeah. thing a little I more mythbusters yeah yeah so style. it's like yeah rather than you know tell me about you it's right like, Tell me about the stuff that you're actually excited Little about. Little style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be cool. On that, on that note, two two follow up ideas. One, around um, the the podcast front of like why you would never subscribe to a, a school's uh, podcast as a prospective student. I totally agree. However, let's say schools, and this could be a cool like shared marketing experiment where like you get schools in a regional area. Like let's take we're in right outside of DC, right in Northern Virginia. You take a few schools in this area. You say, hey, we're all going to get together. We're going to all chip in. We're going to hire somebody to produce a show for us. And what it's really going to unpack is like, you know, education. Not not like education in Northern Virginia per se, but like mm-hmm. let's, talk about, let's talk to professionals in this region about a particular topic. Whether it's, hey, what do, what do professors at... JMU, I guess it's not really Northern Virginia, but let's just pretend it is. JMU, GMU, Mason, right? Maybe you go into DC, Georgetown. What do they think about this topic? And then what you could do is like, you'd have to find a way to make it regional. Maybe that's difficult. But like, I think I would, if I was interested in staying closer to home, and I knew that, I knew that Mm -hmm. I was very likely to do that, I might be willing to subscribe to some sort of college admissions podcast. Yeah that was going to give me profiles of like mm-hmm. faculty that I could study from yeah. in this respect in, in this area this geographic yeah. area i feel like i i would do that whereas if it was just a general show right. from just george mason yeah i would i would never subscribe right yeah um True. and then the second idea oh, what was the second idea you were saying what were you just saying about oh the science versus um whatever oh shoot I forgot my second idea. Mythbusters. Mythbusters. Oh, damn it. Uh, All right, keep talking. It's probably a terrible idea. It's probably a terrible idea. Um, Hmm. Yeah, I feel like, though, that would definitely be, I think, going in when you know it's run by a school or sponsored by school or whatever, it's just like, all right, I'm getting the fluff. It's the same as anything else versus it's a little bit more topic-based and it's like, oh, this is, you know, Mason's response versus JMU's response. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that's and it's a good. little bit more like mm. contrasting a pair. Obviously, a school can't start that, though. Like, that's something I True. think... Yeah, it has to be a third group, party. But the school should be like, how do I get our faculty on there? Let me prep them, make sure... Like, this is a marketing pitch. Yeah. You yeah. need to crush this interview. If this goes poorly and people hear this, like, we could look bad and they could base their decisions solely on your interview, yeah. really. Yeah, and, like, yeah. that's a lot of pressure. But at the same time, if, you know, George Mason has somebody that is just crushing it on entrepreneurship for example yeah and you know jmu has somebody that's like oh they're not that interesting but they're the only person they have and it's just like mm, that wasn't great like that's kind of a knock for them yeah. you know they're mm. probably close you know comparison wise of academics to get in but it's yeah a little different if like 
you know, a community college is competing with UVA. It's yeah, slightly different, yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, I feel like people generally have a good sense. At least I feel like all of my friends, it was a little bit more, and Virginia's, maybe this is true in most states, but it's more of like, okay, I'm going into X program. Like I'm either trying to get into UVA as my reach. Yeah. Virginia Tech's maybe my like, I'll probably get in there. Yeah. It should be good. JMU is going to be like my safety, you know, my yeah. safety-ish type school. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you know, I'll go to community college for two years and then I'll try and get into UVA or something. Um, and you kind of already have that mapped out in your head pretty early on. Yeah. But then being able to like kind of wait and be like, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe, you know, JMU is a better option for me, yeah. even though Virginia Tech might have a better program or school. Yeah. You're going to enjoy JMU more. You're going to learn more. At the end of the day, it's like your GPA in college, I'm convinced. Doesn't. Matter. I could have told people yeah. I had a 4.0 forever and nobody would have fact checked me once and just like, who cares? Where are you going to learn the most? and enjoy it yeah. so that you can you know replicate that in the real world depends a little bit on yeah if you want to go to grad school and stuff like that but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to go right into the working force is a little bit different i remember my thing um my idea so um thinking about you know you know the teach me how to dougie song <laughs> what if there was like a you crushed that verse, <laughs> there probably is like something like this already but it's like what if you did like teach me how to study or something like this it was the name of the thing right yeah and what if you did this here's here you know like kind of like myth burst myth busters ask where you go and you go to a faculty member and you, you'd have to find like an all-star student to do this or maybe even like pay you hire like a media company to do this for you i don't know and you go to different faculty members like teach me this concept right getting back to your initial idea of like the giving away a course for free right mm -hmm. which i do think is incredibly valuable and more people more schools should do that i don't know why not enough like yeah too many schools like it's a lot of hoops to get through but yeah it is but like it, it you should, should be way easier even if it's an online course you should yeah. be able to take an online course on anything the yeah. first course for free a hundred percent um but what if it was like all right, go to the, you're going to different faculty members and you're like, hey, you're a faculty member in the psychology department. I want you to teach me something. And then I want you to teach, I, I want to be able to some, somehow validate that I've learned it, mm. right? So it's almost like this, like, all right, teach me this like crazy thing about like how humans respond to this kind of, you know, this kind of information or whatever. And it's some weird, like, look at all these colors and then tell me how, you know, they make you feel or whatever. And then at the end, there's some sort of like evaluation way for me to prove to you that I learned something and then I can be like whoa like who knew like like who knew yeah, like this yeah. and like it, it I retained it like I got yeah, it right yeah. if you could do some sort of content series like that where you go to different professors have them teach you something that you, something that you can learn in like 30 minutes mm -hmm. and then be evaluated on and it's a 45 minute episode or whatever yeah. something like that would be super mm. super interesting yeah, yeah as just not even just legion just to grow the brand of your professors yeah. in your school i mean that's how you maximize courses you make you know a youtube video for macro level concepts of course and have your professor explain it in a cool yeah. fun dynamic way yeah. of like you know video here's how we color grade and like yeah. Here's, yeah. The, here's the best way to do it using you know the newest final cut or using adobe premiere or like whatever here it is yeah. and like you go do it and you I mean, how many people Google that who have no intention of going to college or whatever, yeah. but you're getting your views up and yep. you're just, you're building traction yeah. and then you're playing more of like the volume game and you'll yep. get some trickle in, but it's like, you're already doing it. Yeah. Just like tape it, yeah, yeah. just videotape yeah. it nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then just throw it online. Like yeah. it can't be that hard. And then I feel like that's pretty applicable 
across most concepts for most majors it's not like oh no you have to be here to, yeah there's mm-hmm. obviously your lab courses and things like that you kind of have to like be in person and do it yourself but even then it's just like somebody else does it yeah you just watch how it happens and that's it you yeah. get like it's like the micro micro credential it's yeah. just like it's like like if you made a what if you made like a competitor to like Khan Academy or like exactly like something yeah. like, like a, a niche Hub, Khan Academy. yeah like a HubSpot Academy style like yeah you know just database of like short little videos yeah. that are like they don't even have to be like super well done as long as they're like short to the point and like yeah easy, like uh, explained well I feel like yeah you could honestly get a pretty good I also reputation. I went to a liberal arts college it would have been great to be able to be like hey, watch this history video, take yeah. this test, and then you can opt out of your history elective. I said it's less money for the school, so it's not super attractive to them, but that was, I remember going to those classes and just being like, this is such a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, man, personal experience. <laughs> yeah, but I, f- I feel like in terms of like content that schools can give away for free, it's like any product, right? Or like yeah. any SaaS company. Like when you go to buy software, most software today, lets you do some sort of free trial where yeah. you get to go in to yeah. their ecosystem and test it out and mm-hmm. build your email, right? You, you might not be able to send the email, but you can build the email, right? right. And I think that like you, schools need to think about that. Schools need to think very critically about what are what's like the freemium model of things that we can offer. I do think it should be mostly content-based, mm-hmm. figuring out a way to unpackage some of your coursework to be a little bit more accessible is is sort of an easy win because it's it's already there. Right. You might need to record an interview. You might need to package it a little bit differently, but it exists, right? right? And I think that schools need to think more critically about how do we become SaaS companies yeah. with respect to our marketing and, and promotional tactics. Yeah. I think it's flipping the, the interpretation of marketing of like, I feel like it's very give me your information then I'll give you value and yeah. instead like here's value give By us way, your information if you're curious like yeah. and I think higher ed's still in the like give me your information first then I'll give you some value and I think that's just the wrong way to think about it I think a lot of other more progressive marketing companies are like put everything out for free and again play that volume game and then hope that you you know land business and when you do get leads like they're so qualified too. Yeah. The nurturing process is easier. Like you're spending less time on calls, but you're closing more deals because you're, you know, speaking to people that are already well informed of what you're offering, yeah. basically. Versus like, you know, the people that are like, "Hey, what's your financial aid information?" And they're like, "It's on the website. Why yeah. are we having this call?" Yeah. And they're like, yeah. "Oh, whoops!" And it's just you're wasting time. Um, yeah. And so, how do you, yeah, give away as much value as possible? Again, without undermining the importance of you know an education and and i feel like brand marketing and content marketing done really well and really strategically yeah that does <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just spilled some beer on dan's pants that does yield yeah. higher quality leads. oh yeah if done well that will yeah. lead that lead that will yield higher quality leads and i do feel like that's the future like that yeah. that oh, yeah. that is the only way schools are losing staff schools are losing resources left and right they're, they have to do more with fewer people. And the only way to do that well is to have an incredibly solid, incredibly strategic branding, brand and, and content marketing strategy yeah. that allows for fewer people, right? Fewer leads, but significantly greater yeah. quality leads. Right. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. 
Cheers. Woo! We don't do that many cheers as a We should. Beer. I think that was our first cheers, wasn't it? It was. We've never so, done one before. I, I think we... We, we should always close that way. Yeah. yeah. Or we should open that. Yeah. That was good. That Honestly. Wow. I'll do the pork and the pig. The <laughs> <laughs> All right, we good?